0: To talk podcast. That's right. That's right. I have to say, in this podcast, we talked about the concerns facing you, issues facing your community. You talked about it in the shop on Saturday, and we're going to talk about it today on our podcast. Hello, my name is Jay Rod, and I am your co host, and I am in Out the Way Studio
1: here in Indianapolis join with my co-host kc thank you j-rod it is a pleasure to co-host barbershop.talk podcast here in out the way studios i look forward to presenting topics we discuss in the shop as well as the manner in which we discuss them this would include the gamut from analytical to anecdotal from critique to humor and fun all in an attempt to present to the audience the real flavor of barbershop talk
0: that is right hey let me tell you what kc is talking about when he's talking about the flavor he's talking about the conversations in the barbershop and try to recreate or at least bring those topics up here on our podcast now i do know for a fact we have another uh co-host and it is arthur so arthur if you be so kind i'm going to ask you to introduce yourself and this time i would like for you to be nice that's all i'm asking you to do uh arthur is just to be nice Okay, here we go. Introduce yourself, Arthur. Introduce yourself.
2: Name. Hello, my name is Arthur. I am the smartest in the room.
1: You know something?
0: Here he goes again. Start right off the bat. like you. Do, you do realize, Arthur, that Casey and I are in the room too, and we're pretty intelligent people as well.
1: Yeah, all we did was just ask you to just say who you are. We didn't ask you to. Present your credentials on where you think you are academically, <laughs> or intellectually. That's a good idea.
0: You know, something I think maybe, maybe we should take a different approach with Arthur. Maybe we should just be nice and recognize what he brings to the table. All right. So let me say this, Arthur. You know, you are absolutely right. You are the smartest one in the room, and we recognize that. And we just want you to know that we appreciate that.
2: It's about time you recognized, J Rod. Nice to know that you know your place. You are getting smarter. I am not sure if KC is there yet.
1: Good God. No, almighty. I ain't
2: there yet. I'll never be there.
1: Now, I'm, I'm going to tell you something about yourself, Arthur. <laughs> J. Ryan and I both know this, but we we're going to keep it from you to protect yourself. You was put together by a janitor that worked in the old Lincoln Tech factory. <laughs> he was made with spare parts. You're not supposed to tell it Arthur that.
0: You know, I, I, I pumped him up. I said that we're competing with Google, you know, and all that. Okay, all right, okay. I know my place, Arthur. I think you are the smartest yeah. one in the room. So it's all good. you'll get mad at us. You'll get really mad at me. I was All right, Casey. Hey, this is what I'm going to bring up. You know, it was some, uh, um, you know, some young boys that came into the shop. Side,
1: right? Yeah, it was crazy talk.
0: Yeah, you know, they always want to say, well, look what I've discovered. They're always using that internet you know, Google to find something. You know, I do use Google as well, but I also like to pick up books from time to time to validate some stuff. But I got to play this, uh, uh, I really got to play this um, video that they brought in. Uh, They showed it to us on this phone, but let me let you take a look at it and then I'm going to ask for your take. I may have to get Arthur involved on this one as well. Who was our first black president? Well, Barack. Get off the chair. Who
2: was our first black president? George Washington. Abraham Lincoln.
0: Abraham Lincoln.
2: Abraham. Oh, Abraham God. Lincoln was a Melungeon. Wow. Yes. Part black, it. part white, and part Cherokee Indian.
0: Wow. Yeah, you didn't know, you know
2: that. <laughs> hit-
0: he was Lincoln. a superhuman
2: human being. He I don't know. And Melungeon.
0: Oh, there it is. There it is. What does it say?
2: It says, Melungian Ancestry of Abraham Lincoln. Uh, See, what? Really
0: learning. Jane! you're so gangster. All right. They're going to try to tell me, try to tell us to shop that Abraham Lincoln was the first Black president. Yeah.
1: Now, I do want to just offer a little something. So please the audience do. audience is hearing and They're saying that that uh, Abraham Lincoln has a Melungeon history. And I just wanna explain what that is to the people. Yeah, please do. Okay, basically Melungeon, um was a term used for those people in the Appalachian uh, area that were part black and part Indian, but they didn't necessarily uh, look it. And it was really a, a disparaging term. Uh, it was like an insult. So.
2: Excuse me.
1: <laughs> yeah, you excuse <laughs> It was what? An insult. Yeah, it was considered an insult, you know. Oh. Um, well, kind of like other ins the racial yeah. uh tethered insults that people use.
0: So. Oh my goodness. Okay, so so what they're trying to say is that Abraham Lincoln
1: was mixed.
0: Right. Correct. All right. Okay. Arthur premise. Arthur, Arthur, look, you are the smartest in the room, so I'm gonna have to ask you this question. Give me a little background about Abraham Lincoln. Was he really mixed?
2: Lincoln. According to historian William E. Barton and Doug Weed, Nancy Hanks, the mother of Abraham Lincoln, was credited with providing the Black blood to Abraham Lincoln, the 16th president of the United States. Abraham Lincoln's mother Nancy Hanks was claimed to be of African descent, Ethiopian,
0: Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold, hold what? Ethiopian? No, wait a minute, hold on, <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, ain't that the commercial where they're asking to, to feed a kid for a dollar a day? Yeah, then you got the Ethiopians in yeah, is that the Ethiopian they talking about?
2: <laughs>
0: no, I mean, I know it's not funny laughing, I'm not laughing at the children, I'm just simply saying yeah. that I'm laughing at the idea that uh, Abraham Lincoln I mean, you- was a descendant from Ethiopians?
1: And from over here in America, to get Ethiopian, you ain't just crossing the ocean to get to Africa. You get to the continent and going all the way to the other side. (laughs) And you want them down home Africans. That's what I'm saying.
2: That's
0: what I'm saying. I just don't don't think that's right. No. I I just can't see it. No. Uh, Arthur, I'm not doubting you, Arthur, uh, but I'm going to need some more information. So if you'd be so kind, you know. me some more info
2: rumor was she was an illegitimate child whom father was mixed up with an ethiopian
0: oh Mm -hmm. no the father had a little bit of oh he was doing his sugar sugar thing wow okay all right okay all right now i need more information than that arthur so apparently his mother father was mixed with white and ethiopian Mm -hmm. now i could now, that, I almost can see that, because sometimes when, when you blend uh, the two races with white and black, as you know, in African-American community, our shades can vary. Right. From
1: one extreme to the other.
0: Yeah, from Ethiopian to white. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. You know? Excuse me. Right, get out of here. I'm not trying to insult anybody. I'm just simply saying we have a bouquet of flour when it comes to our our complexion so i I guess i guess i guess that is possible we do have the full range that's right and so maybe abraham lincoln mother came out very light and bright all right but i do know this that abraham lincoln was a lawyer Mm -hmm. and he had a law firm and he had a partner Mm -hmm. so now if you work like like you and i casey we work together so i have all the inside scoop on you Right. and you have all the inside scoop of me because we've been knowing right. each other for years. Right. All right, so now I appreciate sure We talked over coffee. We talked about cutting hair. So, I'm But I pre- know
1: my information's safe with you and yours is safe for me because it's kind of like that relationship that the U.S. and Russia got. It'll be <laughs> mutual <laughs> destruction. <laughs> yeah, that's a, okay, that's a good point.
2: <laughs> okay,
0: okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> all right, okay. So i have to look up and see, did Lincoln law partner ever mention anything on this topic?
2: The following information actually came from Lincoln's law partner, William Herndon. His law partner stated that Lincoln was part Negro. He had very dark skin, although his cheeks were leathery and saffron colored, and his face was sallow, and his hair was dark, almost black.
0: Okay, that sounds like a Negro. <laughs> well, the part Negro part, definitely.
1: <laughs> like,
0: you know, but the thing, the thing is, is, is this what got my attention on that last comment. He said that uh, he was very dark. But I do know when I talk to my Caucasian colleagues that when they describe another Caucasian person, they said he's dark, complected. They don't mean the same dark
1: that Rodney I mean dark. Like it's a, a white person that has a naturally good tan.
0: Yeah, like they call a lot of times, Attire right? yeah. or olive color. Yeah. Yeah, they say those kind of terms. Or Spanish. Okay. All right. I get that. I but get you that. know where that comes from, where
1: they're saying the Spaniards, you know, this it, as more distinct from other Europeans. It's because they were occupied uh, by the, the Moors. And the Moors, when they occupied them, they, you know, mixed it so in. Oh, they did their little thing. And so then the Spaniards just naturally had more uh, color colored tone. the rest of the European people.
0: All right, I get that, I get that, I get that. But anyway, his partner is saying that he was part Negro. Mm -hmm. All right, Arthur, did Abraham Lincoln hint of this at any time? I mean, we'd like to know that as well. Okay, let's see what you gotta say, Arthur. What's your research?
2: Abraham Lincoln described himself in 1838 to 39 as black and his complexion in 1859 as dark, but whether he meant either in an ancestral sense is unknown.
1: Oh, look at here. Oh, okay. Now I got a couple of
0: different takes on this. Okay. No. Right. Now, first of all, I want to make sure it's clear that Arthur said that Abraham Lincoln described himself in eighteen thirty-eight in eighteen thirty-nine. Oh, that's only one year. Yeah. <laughs> one, yeah. one year he, he said as black. Okay. And then 20 years later he said his complexion is dark. But we already talked about
1: that. Right. All right, which should take on it. Okay. So now He was running for office. And as you are aware of, uh, he ran for office many times, and he lost more often than he won. Sure did. And so he lost as a white man. So he said, well, let me try this. (laughs) 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 Oops, that damn sure didn't work.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, 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 yeah. (laughs) So so I'm going to go back and hit him. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, okay 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 <laughs> all right okay all right so we're gonna move forward we're gonna move forward all right uh-oh there's another hint okay Arthur's trying to clue me he said there's another hint that abraham lincoln uh might have dropped so let's get that one in
2: 1864 lincoln addressed a person named sojourner truth he stated this was his auntie
0: uh-oh oh, oh okay first of all he said Anti. Mm-hmm. That's a Negro term. That is a it negro is. term. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: right.
2: You
1: know, now some people don't
0: believe me. And they will say,
2: Whatever.
1: But no. <laughs> I'm just telling you. But see, I think when he said that it kind of slipped out. He didn't, you know, he was speaking casually uh to somebody he was comfortable with, not you know, forgetting the fact that he was in front of a big audience and he said that. And uh, you know, once that came out, it was like, uh oh. You know. uh, uh, did I say auntie? Uh I meant uh
0: O M G. I can't believe you said that. All right. But but you know, so I got curious because he said that that you know that was a, a Negro term or a right. black people term. So what I did, I, I pulled up this person, I got her image. And this 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 is what I got, Casey. Now that that, that is chocolate thunder. Right That's Cicely Tys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, no, 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 and no. I love me some Cicely Tyson. No, no the like, nah, wrong way. Yeah, because she looks pretty good. Know. Oh, baby, yeah, but baby. I, I, I think he really meant that as a term of endearment, uh, because she was an abolitionist and she stood for a lot of the same things and principles that he did. I, so I think that's it was really a term of endearment that uh, that he meant. I, and and you got to remember, he said this in 1864. When it was nearing the conclusion uh, of the civil war, it was like just a matter of time now because the, the North had taken control, so it was just a matter of time before it was you know, it was about to, to end and uh and he was recognizing her for, for her courageous role in a lot of the things that she did. I don't
0: know, I'm not taking it that route. I I, I don't know. It, it didn't it didn't, I don't know, I'm not I'm not saying I don't know. I'm disagreeing with you. I think what he did, he came to terms of his heritage. That's what I think. Well, I think came in, in and I think I'm right. Do you think I'm right, Arthur?
2: No! All right, <laughs> thank <thinking> you very
0: much. <laughs> Casey talking about uh, a term of endearment. No, he said my auntie. No, no.
1: He, well, that's I supposed think to Something say else that. needs to be pointed out. Now, he said this uh, in late 1864. Yeehaw! Yeah, it pissed <laughs> them guys off. The ones that say that. And so, within a few months after that, he was killed. You know, <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> never, never think about that. <laughs> could be, could be, but I don't yeah. think so. I, I now, think, I think that was actually his auntie. Okay, but let's really delve into it. Let's make the case for him being black and the case for him not being black. So let's let's delve into. It. Okay. All right. All right. That's- so let's start with the case for him possibly being black.
0: Alright, the all case right. for him being black. Alright, because they sure. didn't say that. Now, now he did say that his mother was an illegitimate uh, illegitimate child of a mixed man.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, shoot, back then when you say illegitimate, they thought you were talking about us anyway. Right.
0: <laughs> no way. No way. Yeah, That's what I, I, I say so. no way. No way. Oh snap! I think you may be right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. But I don't know. I I I just don't know. Now, okay, let me ask you, Arthur. How can or explain explain how would a person get away with this? I mean, back back in the day, doing slavery, you know, it was pretty separate between black and white. How could you get away by passing for white? So tell me about that. That's what I want to know. How can you get away with that? Come on, Mister Smartest One in the
2: Room. Before and during the centuries of slavery. People had interracial relationships, both forced and voluntary. In the antebellum years, free people of mixed race, free people of color, were considered legally white if individuals had less than one eighth or one quarter African ancestry.
0: Woo! hey, I heard that when I was growing up. You know, I I heard if you had one eighth of black in you, you was considered black. So I I did hear that.
1: Yeah. Now I actually heard several uh, things relating to. uh whether or not you was black. And uh, and I guess it depended on the different time periods. Now they mentioned the antebellum years. Uh, antebellum basically was America's existence uh, from the time that it was established up until the Civil War. That's correct. So that was kind of the thinking during that time period.
0: I get that. I get now,
1: that. yeah, that, that thinking kind of changed later on. Yeah, yeah, know. but they said, but. but yeah, during but during the antebellum years, which covers Lincoln. That, that's right, we'll cover okay. Lincoln. So that means that idea was not so crazy.
0: I am not losing any of <laughs> my springs. <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Now, also, I need some more information, because that's pretty good, Arthur. I do appreciate that information. So back then, the things I want to point out, it says that uh, during those years, free people of mixed race right, was free people of color were considered legally white, all right, so that's the first thing it said, but I need some more information on that, Arthur, so what additional information you can give?
2: Many mixed race people were absorbed into the majority culture based simply on appearance, associations, and carrying out community responsibilities.
0: Whoa, I think that's powerful. Could you repeat that, if you'd be so kind?
2: Many mixed race people were absorbed into the majority culture based simply on appearance, associations, and carrying out community responsibilities.
0: Now, see now now see. I think that can happen because because I think what it, people even today sometimes make a lot of judgment with their eyes. Correct. And if if Lincoln was uh, of a olive color, again I got that term from the Caucasian race, uh, and was very very light, and he was carrying out good things in the community. It appears to me that they could have classified him as white, even though he has some Black heritage in him.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, certainly back in those times where you didn't have uh, a lot of the, the ability to trace someone's lineage or whatever uh, easily, um, you you pretty much went by what a person looked like and what they said. So if they looked white. And you you assumed that they were,
0: man. That is so crazy, crazy. I mean, crazy, crazy. So I guess it is possible, but I, I, I'm i still not. I mean, you know, I can't see it if 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 uh, they had a little bit of that blood of Ethiopian, which is uh, of African descent, mm-hmm. and if Abraham Lincoln was what I'm going to say fair tone, which is very very light. Very bright, could pass for white. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was doing positive things in the community, educated. And they also indicated that free people or mixed race were considered legally white. If there was less than one eighth, I guess they could say one eighth, even though they couldn't really check it, check it out with DNA. But I don't know. Okay. I guess it is well, possible. Well,
1: let's look at the things that make suggested perhaps Lincoln uh was black, you know, or partly and knew about it. And So, uh, the auntie, well, okay, yeah, he used uh, some black colloquialism, you know, calling sojourner Sojourner truth, uh, auntie. I I don't know that he necessarily meant her, you know, in in a relative state, but but certainly that was, uh, you know, that was like some um black culture words there, uh, but also, uh, uh, you know, he was, uh, he he was pro black rights. You know uh um, back then i mean that hell that's what civil war was about yeah right? you know what you know something uh, casey
0: i got a theory on that mm-hmm. the reason that he was pro-black or against slavery mm-hmm. because he knew he was black
2: well i mean that's,
0: that's what i oh I, that's a possibility i'm on to something now,
2: now
1: charge i hit. think i'm right now you Christmas. you also mentioned his law partner, Mister Herndon. Uh, he had also made a comment before about how he's the one that got Lincoln to start wearing the top hat, and I thought it was kind of interesting. And uh, and his thoughts, his what he his statements on that were that uh, you know the the shop where they worked at they had some really um, attractive secretaries and receptionists, okay, and. Uh, And well, you know, Lincoln being a man, a lot of times he would uh, become inspired, sort of say. Okay, okay. And when he did, he really expanded in certain areas. And he said, man, you gotta cover that up. And he used to wear this little uh, beret, but that beret couldn't cover up everything. So then he, he got him that top hat and he said, you need to wear this because if they see that, they're gonna know you black and you know we'd be in oh trouble. We ain't gonna God. get nobody to hire us. You Ew.
2: <laughs> Ew. Ew. That
1: is so nasty. Ew. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah. <laughs> <If I don't... laughs> you keep researching, you'll find that. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. If you
0: say so, but <laughs> just don't sound okay. real. But I can't tell you when I when I was looking up, on, uh, our, looking up to this when it first came out, I just wanted to do a little bit more digging. And then I had a question, uh, you know, when are you considered African-American? I mean, I do know if you had that mixture of blood in there. And so Arthur, uh, I'm gonna have you pull up Would you pull up earlier and just uh, let our listeners know about this.
2: The one drop rule is a social and legal principle of racial classification that was historically prominent in the United States in the 20th century. It asserted that any person with even one ancestor of black ancestry, one drop of black blood, is considered black, negro, or colored in historical terms.
0: Whoa, well, hey, hey. now if it's true, if it is true that he had a, a drop of that Ethiopian blood, then that means it's very possible he could have been considered black. Yes. But on the other hand, really yeah
1: i just don't know man i don't know j-rod i've given this some considerable thought (laughs) (laughs) and i think it comes down to one simple event that'll let us know if he was black or not okay what is that okay now it's kind of a tragic event oh boy well you remember he was he was murdered he was assassinated yes he was and he was assassinated at a theater yes he was where was he sitting at in that theater? I think he was on the, the last row in the balcony. He was in the back of the balcony. <laughs> Hell yeah, he was black. Face <laughs> <Case>
0: closed. <laughs> that was terrible. That was absolutely terrible. Oh my God. Can you just because the man was sitting in the back of
1: the theater? Look, so that, that is a tradition that. Was established when this country was established, and they carried it on all up until the <laughs> civil rights movement. Well, I guess I guess you got a point there. You know, I, you know, some based on that logic,
0: I'm leaning more and more toward <laughs> that maybe Abraham Lincoln was actually black, maybe. But you know, something? all right, okay, all right, all right. Here we go. Here we
1: go. Just off of the scientific facts, all you know, right. where he's sitting at at the theater, uh, what he used the top hat for, scientific evidence.
0: Okay. Yeah, I wonder if there's
1: any other presidents. That Actually, there. Abraham Lincoln was the second black president. Okay.
0: I wonder if was there any more.
1: Yes. The okay. first black president was Rufus Alfonso Williams. What? However, <laughs> Who they whitewashed history <laughs> and and you know kicked him out of the, the history books.
0: <laughs>
1: Excuse me.
0: <laughs> what? <laughs> That don't even make any sense. How could I? I, Matter of fact, I'm just going to say, that is not right. That is a big no. No. (laughs) No. No. I never heard it. never heard of President Rufus. No, i never heard of President Rufus ever. Ever. You know, all right, I'm going to take a break for this topic. You know, but anyway, uh, the young boys brought that in the the barbershop talking about that uh, uh, Obama was not the first black president. They claimed that it was Abraham Lincoln. And they brought that video. Now, we talked about either it could be or not. You go ahead and do the research yourself. Because there's one thing I do want to put out there is that I truly believe, in order to get truly educated, is don't take our word. Don't take your history books word. Do the research yourself. And you come up with your own conclusion. So with that being said, I think what we're going to do now is just go ahead and uh, recognize our sponsors. What do you think about that? Yes. Yeah, all right. As Mm a matter of fact, let me go ahead. we got to go ahead and play uh, uh, King Cap. New music, you know, because he's hopping, mm-hmm. uh always having a, a big party in the studio. So I'm going to play that down low while we say oh or we recognize him. Hey. Hey. It's a party out in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be uh-uh. I've been
1: working hard time to live today. Hey. Hey, days, I a yeah, I still got it like hey, I used to now. Yeah, we're just rolling your shoulder out. really getting get into it. Dave, man, I can oh. do that. Hey, We hey, hey. were
0: in the out frat. We was <laughs> in the fraternity. We know what's
2: happening.
0: Yeah, that's King Cap. That's his release. In fact, he just released a uh, the link where you can download his music. And what we are going to go ahead and do, we're going to go ahead and put that on Facebook and on Instagram. So if you like his music and you like to download that, please feel free to do so. That should be out tomorrow. So again, if you want to download his new music, uh, there's several to choose from. Feel free to do so. We'll put that on Facebook and also on Instagram tomorrow. Now, also talking about King Cat, yes, indeed, he he is the owner of a, a custom-made T-shirt and apparel. So if you like to make an order, please feel free. Send that order to kingcap317 at gmail.com, and cap is with a K. Again, that is kingcap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. Now, also, he does other things So, girl, In fact, he just made a frat shirt sitting right over there. So if you are a Alpha, Omega, a Sigma, a.k.a. Delta, you can order from King Cap, and I guarantee the prices are very reasonable. Now, our second sponsor is... 421 Barbershop, where good things happen to your hair. We are located on Michigan Road in Indianapolis. If you want something good to, to happen to your hair, come on and see any of our master barbers.
1: That was all right. Yeah, come on in and get tightened up. <laughs> you got now, you. We have a very brief time. I think we want to take this one minute and talk about what the Indianapolis Coast did in acquiring Carson Wentz. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, you know, actually, I think it wasn't a, a bad move. I think that uh, uh, I don't know the man person, but I do think that maybe sometime what an athlete need is a new start in a new environment with familiar faces, and I think he can do that with the uh,
1: the coach. Okay. Now, when the, we know the coach needed a quarterback, he certainly was, was not at the top of my list. However, I'm I'm satisfied with what the coach did because they allowed themselves. To get a guy who potentially could be a franchise quarterback, and they didn't destabilize their franchise at all. In fact, they're still in position to strengthen their team while they bring this guy in. So, yeah, I agree. I think it's a good move.
0: Me too. And I do, I honestly think he's an upgrade from Phil Rivers. And I thought that the Colts did a good job with uh, Phil Rivers at the ham. And I think that he has a little bit more to offer. Uh, and I think he would be in the system that he'll be all right. So I, I have to agree with that, Casey. So I think we are all right. Now, with that being said, I'm just going to go ahead and, and uh, uh, close out. I'm going to say thank you to our listeners. We do appreciate it. Please continue to follow us. And with well, Casey, with that, I'm going to go ahead and have you say what you need to say.
1: I want to thank you for listening to our podcast. Please tell your family, friends, and enemies about our podcast. Barbershop.talk podcast, available on your favorite podcast platform. Let's have peace in the streets. Be wise, be safe, and be loved. And we say, Go Mom.
0: All right, that is going to wrap up our podcast for tonight. Again, think about that. Abraham is Lincoln is that our first black president or not we challenge you to do the research